0: Help us, Holy Ghost. <laughs> Woo! Praise the Lord. Amen. We thank you praise God for the teacher on this morning. God, hand praise. Amen. <laughs> I'm just going to bring up a few points in review and get out y'all's way. The teacher done taught. Amen. <laughs> So a few definitions here. Resolving, because we're talking about resolving conflicts. Does anybody have something to add to that definition? Resolving. It means to settle or to find a solution to a problem. A dispute or a contentious matter. and. I don't know about y'all if y'all noticed the move of God here recently. God is allowing things to come to the forefront so we can deal with some issues. There's been a lot of things not happening in church down through the years that's kind of been swept under the rug. And, you know, leaders, you know, in ministry shine away from the issue and not really addressing The issues, but God is making us address and resolve some issues. Come on, somebody. The word conflict, anybody have something about conflict? Uh Uh-huh. Conflict with self, others, with the environment, Uh uh-huh. Supernatural. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we got conflict with the natural and we got conflict with the spiritual. Uh the Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Even though we think that the wrestle is with the natural people. Huh? But our conflict, you know, our war is in the spirit, huh? Come on here. And we losing the battle. (laughs) We, We losing the battle because all we think about is the person that we see and not the spirit that's behind what is going on, huh? And so we have conflicts not only in the spirit, but we got conflicts in our own mind. Oh, oh. Uh, because a lot of times we bring our body to church and we leave our mind at home. Huh? But you got to bring your whole self to God. God wants all mind, body, soul. He wants it all. And He also requires a portion of your substance. Oh, well, we want to leave some things out, but God has a requirement. And a standard. We got a conflict. We got a conflict. Because the requirements of God is a whole lot different than our requirements. Oh, my God. And a lot of times we bump our head uh, because we miss the mark of God. You ain't got to worry about the mark of people, but I'm talking about the mark of God. Jesus. uh, Because there's complexities of life uh, that we got to deal with. Every day we wake up, we got to deal with what? Life. Oh, yeah, life don't meet you. Oh, you got to wake up and you got to get busy and you got to either work, you got to clean, you got to do errands, you got to pay bills, you got to handle business, you got to see about this and you got to see about that. And you got to deal with ugly people and nasty people and indifferent people. And you got to deal with of life. Oh, my God. And then some days we don't want to wake up and deal with life. I don't know about you, some days just don't want to deal with it. Don't want to be bothered with it. Oh, my God. Uh, We got to deal with our own carnal nature. Oh, let me tell you, you ain't on the mountaintop all the time. Uh, Oh, it's going to be some days where you just ain't. of God. Only the sun. And you covet. Y'all know what that is. You desire what somebody else got. Mm-hmm. And you do whatever it takes you after. Hmm? And your desires go unfulfilled. Woo! So God say, I ain't gonna let you hell out what you're going after. Oh! And then you become a murderer. Woo! that we can be a murderer. Hmm? You didn't have to pick up a knife and stab and kill. You didn't have to pick up a gun, a natural gun, and shoot and kill, but you can be a spiritual murderer. And you still got the same blood on your hands. Woo! That's that's, that's tough. Because these tongues, these things, we got wagging between these crooked teeth. They dice. Ooh, a deadly poison. What did the rest of that verse say? You cannot attain, you fight and you war, you have not. Why? Because you ask not. Huh? Let me read in an amplifier. You burn with envy and anger. Watch them envious and angry spirits. What you mad for, huh? What we mad for in the kingdom? What we mad for in the house of God? We ain't built the church. If Jesus said this is my church, huh? The gates of hell shall not prevail. We don't own nothing. What we mad for? We just a settled, son in the family of God. It's for honor and a privilege that God even dealing with us. It's an honor and a privilege that the Gentiles even have a place in the kingdom of God. It's an honor and a privilege that you're able to come and serve and worship the king. We take God for granted. Like God owes us something. Huh? We wasn't the chosen. We wasn't a part of the twelve tribes. You didn't have no stock. Huh? You weren't a part of the original covenant. You was crafted in. Well, and sometimes I think we forget that Elder. Like we have a monotony on salvation. Huh? Because we got it all good. We all good over here in the United States. And church and we doing this church today. No, what is up about your church today because what's done happened is supposed to turn it into religion. Hmm? We done got away from the covenant and we done shifted it to religion. Hmm. Well, that's a slap in the face, ain't it? Now, the next verse you ask and receive not, so then our prayers, we gotta ask ourselves a question: If we asking God for so much, and we pleading with God for so much, and we labor and laying out, and we crying and foaming at the mouth, and we shouting and hollering, but God's not hearing, oh, and then there's a problem because man. We're not taking it serious. And there's been a spirit in the church that's not taking this thing serious. We get in a habit. We get in a routine of doing what we do. But do we really think about the seriousness of what we do before God? Huh? Requirements. Because if we are willing and obedient, huh? We will eat the good of the land. <laughs> yeah. There's some things we ain't got to cry and snot for. Huh? If we're walking upright, if we obedient to what God has told us and instructed us to do in His Word, there's some stuff we don't have to ask for. Hmm? Come on here, you ask and receive not. Whose fault is that? Our ugly self, because you ask a mess that you may consume and how upon your own lust, huh? You adulterers and adulteresses. What is some tough language that God is speaking here? Know ye not. The friendship of the world is endless in with God? Whatsoever therefore will be a friend of the world is what? An enemy of God. So you mean to tell me we can get too close to the world. Huh? And actually, think because you're in the church and you're working in the church and you're doing this and you're doing that. Huh? Putting up a facade in front of people that God is for you. It's a whole lot of church folk. It's going to be lifting up their eyes in hell. All pretending and faking and shaking. Yeah. driving in that lane. I'm driving 65 and I'm going the speed limit. Huh? You're going 70 trying to keep up with me. Huh? Keep up with you. You do well. Huh? Don't worry about what the Joneses got in their house because they got a mess. I know they're smiling. Praise the Lord in the day. Oh, I'm blessed and I'm highly favored. But they got a mess in their house. Folks ain't going to tell you everything going on. They're going to paint a pretty picture. That's why it's safe for you to just stay in your own lane. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Stay in your own lane. You do well. <laughs> My your business. Let's go to 1st Thessalonians 4. I know y'all don't want First Lady come up here messing up Sunday school. That's alright. Um, we're in the right place. 1st Thessalonians 4 and 11. And we're going to read it together out loud. Y'all got some highlighters out there and some pins because y'all need to highlight. You need to go back home and read it. Read the whole chapter so you can get the crux of what the apostle was telling the church at Thessalonica. And let's read it. And that you study Verse. And it says next, and to do your own business. Oh! So you mean to tell me, Minister, that every individual should be minding their own? Hmm. Because God got an assignment for everybody, He done called and purposed. Everybody in the kingdom to do something. The problem is we lazy. Huh? The problem is we slow. Huh? The problem is we evil. <laughs> no, you don't need no dictionary for that. The apostle made it plain. What you need a dictionary for? Huh? What else do it say? And to work. Oh, y'all and just cuss right there. Work with your hands? So society gonna do the work, and I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna pray. No, the scripture said, Work with your own hands. So that means that God is counting and looking at how productive you are. Oh, oh, that kind of messes up our theology. Because we think we can have prayer meeting all day and do nothing. (laughs) No, honey, God requires work. Huh? Some type of labor, the sweat of your brow, Search it back in the book of Genesis and call me. He <laughs> <It> requires work. <laughs> oh my God! I know I messed it up. I know I it up. As we commanded you, the apostles not only preached Jesus, but they told the people, "Get busy, get busy, work, be busy about your father's business. You gotta labor. You gotta." Yeah, you got to put some time in. Jesus, I know it. I know to messed it up. Y'all go ahead and text and call the pastor. I don't care yeah, that you may be. <laughs> Verse 12. That you may do what? Walk honestly. See, see, y'all think it's more just about working a nine to five and getting a paycheck. It's more than that. It's more than that. More than that. One, that you may walk honest toward them that are without. That you may, what, have lack of nothing. I say, I don't want to hear nobody talking about, they ain't got, they ain't got. I'm broke, I'm, I, I ain't got no, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. There's so many job openings and all of them ain't hard labor. It's a lot of desk jobs. I had a lady yesterday just say they're looking for a secretary, just somebody that can sit there and type at the VA. They got 20 positions. Just sit there, swing. Just sit there and type. You can do something. Huh? I don't want to hear no excuses. Folks out here on the corner holding up a sign, they just don't want to work. Hmm? Huh? We got a spirit of laziness. It's like a thick, dark cloud that's hovering the nation. Oh, the government is helped cripple. Oh, they think they're helping, but they're actually crippling people. Giving them a crutch to lean on. The more stimulus and the more unemployment and the more food stamps I get, the more comfortable I am. When there was a time when people had enough an abduction and pride about themselves, they refused to sit at home waiting on a handout. Huh? Where did their spirit go? That I refuse to sit around and do nothing, sitting waiting on a handout. But there's a spirit. Uh, that is crept into the church uh, a do nothing spirit uh, oh my God laziness uh, oh my God uh, Oh, the more that God requires the more we back up uh, oh my God you better shake yourself uh, and tell yourself uh, I gotta be busy about my father's business uh, I gotta seek God uh, and say God what is it that you would have for me to do yeah. it's plenty of work to do yeah. but we ain't seeking God for that we're seeking God for more things hmm? did we just read about it in James <laughs> I know I messed up a little bit oh my God then the last one I'm gonna let you go with God. I got a subtopic. You got to pay the piper. Ooh, it's going to get a little hot. You got to pay the piper. God has a divine plan. And it's your responsibility. It's my responsibility to seek after God to find out what is your plan, God? What are you doing, God? How can I get in line with what the Holy Ghost is doing, God? What is your will for this season, God? How do I need to work right now? What do I need to prepare for, God? something I was listening to some prophecy this weekend the farmer's almanac is already predicting that we're going to have a very harsh winter that we're in the end times and in the book of Matthew the 24th chapter he talked about things that were going to be happening one of the things he discussed was the winter time War to you Huh? That be in the winter when the Lord comes. Because it's going to be real rough. (laughs) It's going to be so bad to the point we're going to be barely able to stand it. What we should be preparing for is what's to come. But we ain't seeking God about how to be prepared for what's to come. Because let's just be honest. Arkansas is not one of those states that's used to handling rough winter. Most states in the south ain't prepared to handle a rough winter. We saw that this past winter when we got 20 inches of snow. Texas, poor Texas, they power grid couldn't handle Those poor people were in the cold, ice cold, without power, for weeks. High thousands upon thousands of dollars of utility bills they couldn't afford. Huh? Lack of preparation. Hmm? We need to be asking God for some wisdom like Joseph. Because God don't hide his secrets from his anointed. He's willing to tell us some things that is going to happen on the earth. But we ain't seeking God for that knowledge. We're not seeking God for that kind of wisdom. If it's a famine, I guess y'all ain't saw the store shelves lately.
1: Everybody
0: just thinking about Christmas toys. You need to be more concerned than them more than Christmas toys, honey. Because it's hard to find basic foods in the store. Went out yesterday to some stores and all I could do was shake my head. Huh? And we just—we so wrapped up in everything else and not even seeing the times. A wise idea not doing anything in fear now. It would probably be a wise idea for us to have some flour, sugar, meal, rice, beans, just the basics, nothing fancy. Hmm? Things that everybody take for granted. pin goods in the cupboard would be nice. Hmm? because we don't know how things is gonna shape up by the end of the year or next year. Hmm? Don't you be foolish and get caught without any preparation. I'm not telling nobody to go hoard up a bunch of stuff. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. Not running to the store, just grabbing stuff out of being fearful and scared. No, 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 no. We people that live by faith, yeah. huh? Yeah. But God always prepares His people. He always sends a warning before what? Destruction. Oh, there's a warning. There's warning signs. Have yourself prepared, so you don't have to get caught up in all the melee. Because let me tell you, there's something coming around the pipe and people are going to be running fearful and scared and the first thing they're going to do is what? Run to the stores? Huh? We got conflicts with God because we refuse to do it God's way. We turn aside from God and his ways. Huh? We turned aside from God's word, and God's got a problem. We gotta pay the Piper. He told the prophet Isaiah, who in the first chapter, "Come now and let us do what reason together. Let's have a discussion with God about our behavior." Ooh, we don't want to do that said the Lord don't your sins be as what scarlet and that's everybody <laughs> they shall be white as snow if you come to God and you reason with God that means repent and get straight and come before him clean but we don't want to come before God clean we want to tear him a part of it but we don't want to say all oh. Stuff we want to leave out, and that's why we can't get the help that we need, Elder. God wants you to tell all of it, all the juicy stuff, all the nitty gritty. God wants to know the nitty gritty, huh? Why are we try to play dumb games with God, what Elder? I don't know, Brother Lord. Maybe you can help me out. He why is it that we try to play dumb when we get in the, in the presence of God? And that's your opportunity right there and right there to get your help and get your deliverance. But we want to put it up to God. Look, God, I didn't mean it like that. And God, I tried. And God, I did this. And, that. and God just sitting there shaking his head. mm mm Oh, you know. <laughs> oh, we got to play the piper. Judgment must first begin where? At the house of God. And if judgment begins here, where shall the sinner? Honey, you better get along. You better be kind. You better be loving. Oh, you better repent. You better watch you and yourself, say in your name, watch your attitude, watch your behavior, watch your actions, watch what you do before the Lord. The Lord is watching. The Lord is watching. Did we forget that? Jesus. Because everything I do is worship unto the Lord. Not just you singing a song. It ain't just singing a slow song. Worship is your works, your actions, your living. We gotta see God not with just eye service and lip service. But we good at lip service. Huh? Well, that's why we like to dwell in praise, because we try to use that as a shield. So so God can't really see through us. Oh, praise you. Oh, hallelujah. Run through the church seven times. Go ahead. Keep on running. God still see. You. Mm-hmm. Fall out on the floor. Let them wrap you up in sheets. Hop, skip, dance, all that. Lick. Go ahead. Lick, 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 lick. But if your hand's dirty, it ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Come on here. My God, we got to pay Piper. <laughs> if you be willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Oh, my God. Seeking God with our whole heart. Submitting unto his way ways is United States? Huh? The whole world shifted that fast. Y'all see how fast the world turned? Huh? And it didn't just affect America, but it affected the whole world. So it would behoove the people in the world, huh, to do what? Reach up to God. (laughs) Ha ha! unless you reveal it, God. We read a lot of chapters, but do you have an understanding? We got to have clarity in our thoughts. Our minds is so bogged down with a bunch of gibberish and a bunch of jokes. Because if our ways don't line up with the word of God, we're going to have some explaining to do. <laughs> it's a whole lot of explaining that's going to have to be done. God gave us our government. He gave us our money. And we're not being good stewards over what he gave us. Gave us all these gifts. All of these talents, all of these abilities, and we ain't doing nothing, not even a fraction of what God actually designed for it to be. We're going to have to pay the piper. We're going to have some explaining to do, Elder. I hope you got something out of the review. I'm done. Let's take up our Sunday School Offering. Amen. Thank God for Sister Tina, powerful teaching.